<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to the Crystal Night Show brought to you by Newsweek. This week's guest is Sinclair Skinner. He is the co-founder of Black Blockchain Summit. Welcome to the show, Sinclair. Oh, thank you, Sister Knight. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to share with everything that I've learned in this incredible journey on in crypto and blockchain and Bitcoin. And just to share with your audience is a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. And, you know, today's conversation is really going to center around um, crypto. What does it mean for black people who are investing in crypto right now? And where is crypto right now in this moment in time? You know, crypto has been pretty volatile over the last month or so. We've seen a lot of, you know, leaders either step down or mysteriously die or, you know, it's just been in the news about the uncertainty of the market. And so could you explain to our listeners, what is the Black Blockchain Summit, number one? And then two, where are we in this moment in crypto in the United States? Well, the Black Blockchain Summit is a conference that we've been hosting now uh, going on six years. And the whole purpose was actually to create a, a safe space for, for our community to discuss this new technology and how, as you're you know, asking, how is it relevant and how can, even more importantly, how can we leverage this new technology to solve old problems in our community? And we hosted at Howard University, uh, HU. And, you know, uh, shout out Howard. You, you know, shout out Howard. So... It's one of those things where we work with the School of Engineering Computer Science in order to give our, our community something that, you know, is very relevant and helpful in, in an environment that they're not looked at as is not being, you know, accepted. And, and that's one of the things we found in many of these blockchain crypto conferences. Uh, they would even talk about Africa and instead of inviting somebody uh, to speak who actually was actually from Africa, they would have like a Africanologist, a Negroologist who studied black people talk about issues in crypto, which is, again, disheartening. You, you wonder, like, don't you have any black friends or anybody in the industry that you could have? So after just trying to fit into these spaces, we created our own. So necessity is the mother of invention. Desperation is probably the father. We've found a, a way to, to channel our energies in a way that's not about diversifying or including, but actually just creating what we want and, and, and making it so. So that that's how we got here in, in the Black, Black, Black Blockchain Summit. And then as it relates to the, the uh, technology, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, I think part of the, the, the issue is that, you know, this technology is disruptive. And so there are mainstream um, players in the, uh, financial space, excuse me, that are threatened 
by this technology. And you're going to see them invest a lot of money in disinformation and in actually exploiting any of the, the mistakes or any of the things that happen bad because it, when you have new technologies, old technologies end up, you know, having problems. So I think in many ways with the crypto problems, I think these are the early stages of how technology, as you look at the Internet, early days of the Internet, there's been booms and busts in that. Uh, if you look at the, the, the advent of the, the motor car, there was plenty of people who was dealing with horse and buggies talking about that car is going to be a terrible thing. And look where we are now. Everyone drives cars and, right. you know, there's no horse and buggies anywhere. So, again, I think some of this stuff is 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 really not only is it true with the, the failures or the, the things that have gone wrong uh, in the cryptocurrency uh, blockchain space, but I think it's to be expected in the early technology. You're, this is a part of it. There are risks. There are problems. And some of this is why some of us are involved in it. Like, we really want to be engaged in, in solving new problems. So taking these technologies and making sure that black people are front and center as makers and creators, not just the, the users, these are, these are the things we need to do in all phases of technology. So as many people have problems with Twitter, if we took the time instead of saying Twitter is bad, right. to say, well, maybe we, we could create something or do something better with that technology, same thing with saying crypto bad, okay, maybe we could do something better with this than what we've seen thus far. Okay, so what about, there's a listener out here who's saying, you know what, I've heard about crypto, maybe I've even heard about um, the Black Blockchain Summit that you've put on, but I'm still uncomfortable because I can't quite put my finger on what it is, what it does. There's also a listener out here who says, you know what, I invested a lot of money into crypto and it failed. You know, I don't have a lot of money, but I wanted to kind of jump in on this movement. And, you know, a couple months ago or last year, I watched my money, you know, drop. So there have been high highs and low lows. So how do you continue to motivate and inspire people to still believe in something um, that is much like the stock market is, is going up and it goes down and, you know, a lot of emotions sometimes are tied to people's money. Um, and that can either be a good thing or a bad thing. But when we're talking about promoting something that's new, promoting something that could bring about generational wealth, how do you keep people interested when they're seeing a market that they can't quite grasp? They can't put their finger on it. Yeah, I'm going to answer that two ways and don't mean to take you on too crazy of a journey look most people don't know how zoom works right but they use zoom <laughs> most folks most folks don't even know how their phone works so they own the phone <laughs> all the time you ask them how their phone works and they just go blank like i don't know and guess what and really won't care like right. after you tell expose it right but i mean we this is literally be looking, no, zoom I, and I, a I, phone I, don't really equate to you continuing to pour money into a system that you may or may not be getting returns on and that's essentially you know crypto is not something that you can just readily go to the store pick up off the shelf and bring home so i'm really trying to break that that down i, 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 I 
I think it's, but I think it really comes from the same thing. I think most people don't know how most of these things don't work. Don't ask them how the stock market works. Like again, I'm just saying we get this. What, what, what I'm, I'm having, I don't, I'm not having fun, but I'm trying to make a, illustrate something Correct. that will people will bring up with crypto, but then won't apply it to anything else. And I think the skepticism for of crypto is, is uh, warranted. I think it's apropos. I think it's the way it should be. Okay. But don't just be skeptical of crypto. Like when you pull out that plastic car with that cassette strip, uh, you a little young, but that that brown strip is literally a sh- cut strip that's from the cassette days. It's a tape. Like the fact that people are still pulling out of their pocket, you got to know in 2022 and beyond, that's probably pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Paper money, right. like cutting down trees, like we really got cut coins. You really are still going into the ground, mining or processing it, so I can have a penny? Like it's absurd. So okay. again, it's like let's be like like let's keep that energy. Okay, that's fair. Thing you're dealing with, and I think we'll be in a better position, including crypto. Okay. What we see happening though is interesting. It's it's I'm not going to say it's, it's manufactured indignation, but the society is benefiting from certain behavior. Those who are actually in control, the corporations that control the media probably have bets on some other type of technology and they see these issues as being problematic, maybe. Two, if you actually question your involvement in crypto, I think that's the best way to do it. You're going to lose money if you don't do that. You're going to lose money if you don't question a lot of these things. So there are scams in crypto. There's people robbing. There's probably scams with the with the dollar bill but i'm just saying there's scams and no good people in all of this but don't make it the crypto that made it no good mm-hmm. it was literally the the liar like this guy uh sam bankman free like he's a thief mm-hmm. he's a liar there's there's already laws against lying there's already laws against fraud broke all those laws the tricky part of this if these people were doing this out of Mississippi or Alabama, we wouldn't be confused. You wouldn't be you wouldn't say, Well, this is involving crypto. You say them people in Alabama got some good old boys, they working together and they robbing and stealing folks. If this was Tennessee, people wouldn't get confused. They would say these are thieves. But now it's Silicon Valley, they throw in some some exotic names of things that people never heard. They're still robbing, stealing. They probably killing too. So literally we're we're trying to I think we're conflating things. This technology is neither good or bad. But the people who are trying to get us involved are oftentimes liars. Got it. And we believe those lies and then we then say it was the technology that was the lie. No, the technology literally was what, what is what it was always was. Now some of the other things that make it difficult though, let's talk about with uh, Bitcoin or some of these other uh, tokens, these people are making up things. Okay, I, I I'm I do almost everything I do is, is Bitcoin. But there's a lot of people taking the good name or the 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 uh, power of Bitcoin or the the success of Bitcoin and using it to promote their own version, my version of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And what happens to a lot of people is they say, Well, I wanna get on the Bitcoin, the new Bitcoin that where it was starting off at almost nothing so I could be where people are with Bitcoin. But a lot of people don't realize that you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. Bitcoin is divisible into a hundredth million. 
So you a hundred millionth of a Bitcoin is a Satoshi. So you literally don't have to get a full Bitcoin. You can get a hundred million. You still can buy Bitcoin just for a few dollars for most exchanges places like twenty dollars and low you can go. But literally, you can be the lowest common denominator for Bitcoin is called a Satoshi. One okay. Satoshi. One Satoshi. Okay. So you, you can be a Satoshi millionaire. Just get a million of those for like $500. It, but the thing that people don't think they can do that so that somebody will come up with boo-boo coin or a foo-foo coin. Right. So these the are the hype, different the types of coins like Dogecoin or Ethereum or... Dogecoin, yeah. Uh, the, these things, but but investigate. That's what what I'm saying is I think everything. I was having fun a little bit about people not understanding their phone, cause, but they don't. Literally, and, and they could be listening because they are. But my point is, with all that being said, we're going to have to like study the the technology and don't look at it as some type of get rich scheme. And we need to hold ourselves accountable. But what I don't agree with is how people try to say in the for the black community. We want to protect them by not giving them access to these technologies, but the mainstream of the Europeans get all access and get to do everything they want with it. Not giving us exposure is not going to protect us. If anything, it's probably going to make things even worse. What we need to do is make sure that not for this whole financial uh, generational, well, I'm not, the technology, we need to study it. Like we need to understand the tech involved okay. in it. Mm-hmm. Which, and you don't have to have a degree in computer science. Most of the technology and most of the developers you hear about today developing have never got a degree in computer science. Most of them learn much of what they're getting from YouTube and actually like building, tinkering. Okay. So again, I think there's a a, a you know a, a a problem with how we're looking at this as a get rich thing, and really should be looking at this as a new opportunity because the technology is just about ten years old. So. Just imagine when the internet was 10 years old, if more black folks had gotten involved then, we would have been in a situation where we could probably be the, the leaders of that, uh, that, tech, that technology. Yeah. So again, get involved, study, don't take risks that okay. you can't. Like, I wouldn't put no more money in it that you, that you wouldn't be willing to lose. Got it. Um, nothing, nothing's gonna come easy. These, there's a lot of liars mm-hmm. in cryptocurrency. There's a lot. Okay. And one of the problems with, with this community, they got this whole, like a hacker's community. I got hacked for about uh, 50 Bitcoin back in 2018. 50. Okay. What is that? Bitcoin. What's the equivalent of that? What is 50 Bitcoins equal? 50 Bitcoins today would be about $800,000. Okay. 800000 almost a million dollars. Okay. So That's a lot of money. It's one of those... Hell of a lot of money. Yeah, hell of a lot of that money. That being said, I, I was I was hacked. Somebody hacked. hacked into my phone. They they call it a uh, SIM swap. Okay. Somebody went to AT and T and said they were me, and that their phone SIM died. They got my SIM, and then a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to have this real intricate, uh, complex password. Well, the people who hack don't even need your password. Most people use a thing called two-factor authentication. Right. So if you forget your password, it sends you a message where to your cell phone. Correct. So they don't even they don't even need your uh, your password. They just need access to your phone, reset your 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 password, and they're in. 
Because they you once they got your cell, the day the way you talk about people worried about uh, crypto. Let's go back to that darn cell phone again. Once somebody can get access to your sim and have access to your phone, they damn near use. Excuse me. Wow. So there's some things that you know we don't question. We don't question AT and T about that. We question the crypto. So we over here, we should be inquisitive and, and skeptical about every aspect of our lives especially things that are important like our money and our identity and all of these things but yet that's not what we're being told we're told again the, the fear mongering mm -hmm. you know don't deal with fire it'll burn you what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way <laughs> maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, let me let me interrupt here. So could some of the fear mongering be, you know, instigated by what our federal legislators um, are proposing around crypto. We've seen legislation pop up at the federal level, really trying to limit the access that crypto can have in our standard, when I say standard, our financial markets, the markets as we've known them, banking, um, doing business, um, you know, under, like you said, dollars and cents and coins and of that nature. But there have been, um, you know, members of Congress on both sides of the aisle. So this does not appear to be a partisan issue, but there have been let there have been members who've proposed legislation to limit the influence of crypto in the American financial markets. How do we as listeners challenge that? How do we question that? We're talking about questioning what we see, what we hear surrounded around crypto. But when we see people who are elected officials that we likely maybe we believe in them or we've elected them and we hear them saying, don't trust crypto, don't put your money in it. It's a disruptor. How do we as consumers and as listeners um, and people who are trying to take all this information in and thinking about how to use our, our, our power through money when we see our elected officials saying, don't use it, don't don't do it. You know, I think there's people like uh, a Clev Mesador with their uh, she she's with the Blockchain Association. There's folks who spend a lot of time on Capitol Hill uh, working with legislators. So, okay. uh, you know, I think your your points well said. I think the problem is that our legislators are controlled by the legacy system, and the legacy system, if they think they're being threatened by a disruptor. Is going to tell the politicians how they should vote, and they're actually going to design the legislation that they pass. So it's not Republican or Democrat. Right. Banks never have a problem. You're never going to hear gridlock around something the banks want. Mm -hmm. So they call it state capture. Our 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 leaders are all basically working for what they call white monopoly capitalism in South Africa. There's a handful of folks who actually are dictating. And that's why you like military industrial complex. That's why you have a huge defense uh, uh, budget. Why? Because the people who are in control of our government 
are large defense manufacturers, and that's what they decide that we're going to spend. Our, we never get asked that they're right. going to spend that money on that. So when you see people who are controlled by banks, they want you to develop a sense of distrust from this, these new players. And guess what they're going to ultimately do? They're going to say, you know what? You don't want to trust them, folks, but we'll do it for you. Yeah. You, want it, you want Bitcoin? Listen, don't deal with these people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Come to us. We've been around since slavery. Oh, we don't want to tell you where we got our money from. Right. We've been around for a long time, and we're here to make sure that your money's safe. So instead of these cuckoo birds, come to old grandfather. Mm-hmm. I got you. And then you, you, Colonel Sanders, like literally, we really believe that that guy was making chicken. <laughs> so it's the same thing. We really think that banks are going to really help us. Right. Literally, it never helped us in their in their lives. But they're going to be become the the keepers of the crypto. Got it. Because they're the ones who. And so it's going to look like this now, mm-hmm. all crazy. Right. But when it does settles, you're going to be going to your local bank. Getting some grip, even like, why is it so secure now? Why right. is all this? So then, the people, so the people who got the money gonna keep getting the money, and they're gonna, and even some of the regulations that they passed have made it very difficult for like companies like mine, and startups, to actually even participate because they make the barriers so high. Yeah. So again, you're gonna see some changes, but all this is gonna put that digital. There's no way in the world that paper money makes it probably out of the next decade. There's no way. Paper money doesn't make any sense. Like we just said, coinage doesn't make any sense in the modern era. It's mm-hmm. got to be digital. Right. Like I even heard people say Bitcoin uses too much energy. Those are, all these people got these miners and they're doing all this computer. That's almost like saying email uses more energy than sending letters. Like, Yes, and emails do take energy, but you know, cutting the tree down, right. <laughs> you had to grow over like 30 years. Correct. You to down. Like, that's a lot. You got to transport it. If you ever try to compare cryptocurrency to, to, to making pennies yeah. or nickels, like, you're not even in the same movie. Right. So, for us, I think if you look at some of these, you know, things that are said about crypto, there's a, a lot of it that's true, mm-hmm. but the scrutiny is not made on every other aspect of our lives just for the people or the entities that they want to discourage people from getting involved. And then two, there is a hacker community that I was alluding to and kind of got off where if you hack something in the, in the techie world, it's a cool thing. You're not looked at as a thief. Right. You hack into something, that's like awesome. And they got black hat hackers and white hat. I don't, I don't want to get into the racial connotation on that. Yeah. But they literally have good hackers that actually they have bounties where they say, if you can get into this and show us how you did it, we'll give you this amount of money to do that. Yeah. So there's unfortunately in the crypto has been a space where if somebody stole something from you. Like when I lost 50, there was another guy who lost money. And he started a little organization. He lost his his, his uh, daughter's uh, college fund. Like he had wow. been putting money away for a fund and got hacked. Somebody hacked his Bitcoin with the SIM swap thing I just told you about. With it, yeah. steal your phone and your identity, and members of the crypto community blamed him. They said, "Oh, you should have, uh, you know, not your keys." Not so your keys, there are no protections in place if someone gets hacked. Like there are no protections in the industry to remedy these types of things. Is that what I'm hearing you say? 
if you had some gold at your house and somebody come take your gold, there's no remedy. Now you can probably try to insure your gold. Correct. And there are some, there's some exchanges where they have some level of insurance if it's their fault and you know, you can prove, but again, what they'll do, and maybe you just help me understand even some of this, they'll make it so much your fault that you can't even take the claim out. <laughs> But then Sinclair, then, no, and I'm, 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 I'm doubling down on what you just said. So it goes back to, again, this question about trust, because if I, if I'm hearing this conversation correctly, I'm also hearing a parallel between crypto and the um, weed marijuana industry, where again, you know, people were locked up for, you know, small amounts or whatever amount of weed or marijuana, whatever you want to call it. And then there was this push to legalize it. Right. And we heard all these people say, oh, no, we cannot legalize weed. But then all of a sudden it, and it goes back to the banking example that you you just made. Right. They can't whoever they is like it's not right for, you know, these different states to decriminalize or legalize weed but then you see all of these dispensaries popping up and when you have people of color black people specifically who want to get into the industry the barrier moves the goalpost moves it becomes harder to you know have a legitimate company or dispensary but you also just told me that we could not decriminalize this we could not legalize this. And so I'm hearing you say the same thing. I'm drawing a parallel just in your conversation and your storytelling about what's happening with crypto right now. We're seeing legislators say, um, you know, there you can't trust the market. You can't trust the system. I'm also hearing you say that there are bankers or banking institutions who are going to our legislators saying, you know, tell the public this, say that about about this industry but they're going to turn around. They're going to basically flip it and reverse it. They're going to spin the block on crypto, come back and say, work with us because we are a trusted institution, which is what you just said. Eventually, we will be able to walk into a bank and get crypto. But right now, the banking industry is saying, don't trust it. So it's almost like a, a, a mind game. It's a mind game that we've seen over and over again in different industries. And now we're here at crypto having this conversation. So how do you, what's your response to that? I think it was a brilliant analysis. Uh, I, I would never, uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've not ever smoked any weed in, in America. So I don't know much about the weed game, but I definitely understand what I've been seeing and, and reading in the headlines, how, they now make it so it's not so bad to, but the people who are benefiting aren't uh, members of the black community. I think, again, your point with crypto, they're going to let large institutional players be the ones while startups and, and innovators are going to be pushed out. I think that you know, one of the things you'll see even in, let's say, Kenya, they have mobile money. People always use the analogy about M-Pesa where they actually use their phone to send money and don't use it necessarily to have a bank account, just use their phone. Well, people used to say, well, America's so advanced, that's why they don't use mobile money. No, 
the bank system doesn't want telco. They don't. They don't. Chase, uh, um, uh, Bank of America, and the rest of these companies, banks do not want AT and T and Verizon holding cash reserves, acting as banks because people got a better relationship with their phone than their bank. Mm. So the reason why you don't see mobile money like you see in some countries down in America is not that it's we're so advanced because going to ATM is ridiculous. Yeah. So literally, there's people who've invested though in these legacy systems like ATM, who are trying to hedge their situation by their regulatory authority that they can imp- impose on us to keep their share and their money in their pocket like they had, even if it's not in the best interest of anybody but them. Right. So again, I think to your point, you're you're making a great point of how unfortunately the system can work, you know, at, against us, and we should be more engaged in understanding mm-hmm. as well as being active with holding these politicians accountable. Right. I yeah definitely agree. I think that that's it's it's encouraging and discouraging to hear that this is what's happening in the market right now, but you know. If we're really trying to promote or, you know, suggest that more black people get involved, then, you know, if they look at the landscape and they see the they, if you see the long term play. Right. Or if you see what the end, the potential end ending of the movie would be, you understand why it's important to get in now. But you also understand that, you know, you started this conversation by saying there's a disinformation campaign. There's a misinformation campaign about crypto and what it really means and what it can mean for black communities. And so my discovery in this conversation has really been to figure out what listeners should do. Should they continue to invest in this? Should they, you know, go back and and look at the laws and regulations in their respective states or should they just continue to wait and, and see how it plays out over the next couple of years? But, you know, as we know, with what's happened in, in, in other industries, if you don't get in at some point, you really do miss the boat. You know, you really do miss having an impact on a particular system because you waited. Yeah, I think I think it's true. But but also it's true. I think being skeptical in general is a good thing. Okay. I didn't believe there was weapons of, of I didn't think there was weapons of mass destruction. I was very skeptical. I've been skeptical about a lot of stuff. Okay. And that doesn't prevent me from traveling or being involved, but it does make me again study more. Uh, I, I develop level of pattern recognition because of, I'm not accepting things just because. I'm trying to connect dots mm-hmm. in any space that I'm in you know, or reconnect them a different way. I think that exercise is helpful for our community. I think exploring new technologies without, you know, I used to work at a dog track where people used to come in, bet in their car note to pay the house note. Now, that's not good. I don't care if it's crypto, a dog, a horse. Like, don't do that. Right. Like, don't do that. And if we got to say that, don't do that. This is not financial advice. Don't do that. Don't go with your car note money to get your house note with anything. Now that we've said that, right. for those who want to now kind of think through what's going on, this is a great new technology. Please take the time to learn about it. Do not put money in something new like this that you're not willing to to, to, 
to measure the risk. Mm -hmm. There is a risk. When you see Bitcoin go up and down in value, many people say that's not a flaw. It's a feature. The market, okay. the, the value of the dollar actually has gone down. You just don't realize it. They call it inflation. But what a dollar could buy in, two, ni in 1970, well, you, you weren't probably born. In 1980, you might not have been. 1990, like literally, the dollar in <laughs> 1990 is not the same dollar right now. Conversation about the volatility or how that, that, that has moved. When I say it doesn't move like crypto, but I'm saying we don't even have that discussion. What I'm saying to you is these techno this technology will help you understand those relationships if you take the time to learn. I do also think there's a responsibility. When I did get hacked, what, what happens is if we, some of us, want sovereignty. Okay. And when we say sovereignty, it's a level of self-determination where you don't depend on someone else to feed, shelter, and clothe you. And in that, there's a lot of responsibility. If you got to build your own house, if you got to like get your own food, if you choose technology that allows you to separate yourself from this system that has been very abusive towards us, mm. there is a, a, a risk. Right. However, when I'm in Zimbabwe and I send money to the Dominican Republic, I'd, it'd be very expensive. But to send Bitcoin, I can do it almost instantly. It's open 24-7. There's no Bitcoin never closes. Right. That is a feature. That's a powerful thing. I don't have to ask permission. Yeah. The permission only comes when I'm changing from Bitcoin to the U.S. dollar. Because that dollar is owned by that reserve. Now, you don't own that dollar. They, that's their money. But Bitcoin, you can actually own. Mm. And when you transfer Bitcoin, it settles immediately. When you swipe as a business person, when somebody swipes a card, that's almost like an IOU. I'm going to eventually the money's going to hit your account. When you swipe Bitcoin, that's almost instant. Like you got the money. There's some real interesting features of this new technology. Does that mean that people aren't going to use it to do bad things? When a beeper came out, you know, we were talking about how did we get to the cell phone? When the beeper was used by doctors and drug dealers. That don't make the beeper bad. Right. It don't make it good either. It's technology. But when you was looking at people looking at their beeper, that was, you know, that was a certain class of people rocking out like that. That that that's bad. But you know, anyway, my point is that this this is neither bad nor good. And yes, people have been hurt, and we need to take time to actually study and why why we're getting hurt by new things. And I think part of it is the point I was making about don't participate in, in scams and these other things. And we do need to be leery right. of crypto as, as other things. Okay. So then just for closing thoughts, I, I think that that was, that was helpful for listeners to hear and understand. But if people are saying, you know what, Crystal, I, I love today's conversation, but I want to learn a little bit more. Do you have any suggestions on how people can either you know, learn more and do self-research around Bitcoin, around crypto, um, who would you suggest or what are some resources you would suggest are the best places people can go to to find out more about the industry before they decide to either get in or stay out? Man, there's so many people. Um, like I said, Claire Messador does a lot of good work. Uh, I think it's the Blockchain Association, uh, Bitcoin Zay. 
Isaiah Jackson, he's got, has a book that's, you know, about black people and Bitcoin. His book is super amazing. Uh, uh, black Bitcoin billionaires, Lamar Wilson, super awesome. This sister Naja Roberts, she has an AM radio show in Los Angeles. Naja Roberts is probably one of the best at like ABC one, two, three, and really getting it uh, at the grassroots level. Uh, there's a blacks in crypto, a sister Deirdre McIntyre, uh, there's black women in crypto, uh, good sisters doing that. Like, so there's, there are spaces again, right. and if, you know, they want to get information, uh, from us, they can go to info at, uh, black blockchain summit. We'd love to communicate info at black blockchain summit.com. They can get information. They can go to our website, uh, black blockchain summit.com. Any questions? We definitely love to refer you. There's resources there. Those books I, I mentioned are at the Black Blockchain Summit. Uh, there's information out there. YouTube, whatever you do, don't don't pay nobody, though. Know? Yeah. You don't have to pay nobody. Join join a club, become a member of something. All this knowledge is available for free on YouTube and all these other places. Please, though, if you're concerned, you know, reach out to us at Black Blockchain Summit. We ain't going to sell you nothing. You don't have to buy nothing. You know, even our conference, if someone comes to our conference, they don't have any money to get in. We never mm-hmm. turned, we never turned black, well, hold up. we probably never turned by anyway, anyone <laughs> back. Because I don't want y'all to think we've turned white folks back. We turned nobody back right. who really wanted to learn something about this technology and how it relates to black people. And the Black Blockchain Summit does have participants from all over the world from different nationalities. However, the topic is always about solving problems in the black communities, full stop. So we're gotcha. Asian, white, but the conversation is never people of color. We're only talking about how to use this this technology to, to impact 1.5 billion people on the planet. That's our uh, descendants of Africans. All right. Well, you know what? It's fair. Thank you so much for joining, you know, the show this week. Again, this has been Sinclair Skinner. He is the co-founder of the Black Blockchain Summit. And you have just broken down where crypto is. What What, what is the state of crypto in the black community right now? So I just want to say thank you for being here. And I hope listeners enjoyed this show. And you've left us with a lot of nuggets to think about and resources where we can continue engaging in this important conversation because this is the wave of our financial futures. So thank you again, Sinclair Skinner. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Crystal Night Show brought to you by Newsweek. The best way you can support us is to give your five-star review on Apple iTunes and be sure to check out our diverse lineup at newsweek.com forward slash podcast. I'm Crystal Knight. Thank you for listening. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast to The Crystal Knight Show. Mm-hmm.